uh, one. <laughs> mic Jesus, check, God, how do you one, not two, know two. how to mic check? You've done this long enough. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I, I had a brain fart. Talk, Justin. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic. You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel like I fit I fit right in, you know what I'm saying, with my defense, my versatility, with me being able to play the five, me being able to play the four. Overall, playing hard and just my, my, my will to win will. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got yeah, a lot of young talent, um, a lot of guys that's wanting to be a great team. We all got the mentality to do it, so, yeah, it's going to happen sooner than later. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stabbacks and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on all social media platforms at JP underscore Mirabueno, at Summit Commish, at Summit SOM Pod, and of course, at Apollo NBA and at Apollo HOU. GM on a third. Thursday night officially seven days out from the 2023 NBA draft. The city of Houston is gearing up and rearing up to get ready for a, uh, a, a night. Don't know if I want to call it a party. We've got, still got the fourth pick, but we're going to go into that in just a minute. But of course, got to start this episode like I start every episode. How you doing good, sir? Everything is good, man. I am sipping on a Topo Chico seltzer. Damn, with the free the plug. The margarita seltzer. You're giving them a yeah, free I'm plug? Yeah, I'm giving them the Out free plug. Out of the plug. gate. No, we're, from, we're from Texas, no man. No funds or Topo money to, Chico come on. Topo Chico is like almost water. To Sponsor people, us, Topo. it is a water. Which is <laughs> a seltzer water. <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> you know, today is Thursday. One week away from the NBA draft. What a thing. And I'm going to be real with you, Kenny. It doesn't feel like it's happening next week, to be frank. It feels like it's like two weeks out. And I think one episode, which I was completely wrong on, I think I had it pegged two weeks from today. I think I had it like late June, like towards the end of June, like June 27th or 28th. I think that's where I had it at. Well, it happens, you know. I was totally, totally off. But it's it's good to know that you're doing good. You know, I'm I'm doing good as well. Just, you know, we're, we're plugging... Uh, through the work week, through all the the extra stuff that we have to do, the Dynamo content. GM, when we cover the Dynamo, did I ever tell you what my favorite view is? What is your favorite fruit view? My favorite food? Commission. My favorite food is is Bun B's uh, Smash, Smash Burger. Oh, over at Trill. That Trill, the Trill Burger one time. Kenny you walks I, into the shell favorite, and keeps it Trill. I get view. I, you said view and you said food. So I was like, okay, well, I'll give you my food. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You, sure. it, I think I think us and also Dex could definitely say that Trill Burger is the best meal to have at the shell. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but my view wise, yeah, view tell, wise. yeah. Can you tell us well, what your think favorite like, view is? I'd like to be on the field. I mean, the people are going to say the field. I do take photos, so I'm I'm there. I'm down you mean there on the pitch. I'm on the pitch. That's right. Oh man, I'm on the field. It shows how much I know about soccer. Oh, I'm sorry, football. But no, one of my favorite. Actually, one of my favorite views is if you're a. Uh, where you're in the El Batallon area, you know. Shout-outs to them one time because they freaking kill it, that yeah, whole that, area. Yeah, that, that area, Jeez the Louise. crowd, like the surge, all of those fan those fan groups over there that rep for hell in the shell. That's right. 
Free plug. Just kidding. That is our group. Repping one time. Welcome to the Dynamo Podcast. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Little do people know that we cover two sports we at actually once. Do. And I haven't slept in weeks. All right. GM, let's go ahead and shift gear and focus. It's been a couple weeks since we recorded our last episode. We've had a hectic week last week, hence why we were not able to record. But we are circling back now because we are getting towards crunch time in terms of the draft. We're going to talk about the draft. And I'm telling you, GM, like during the week when we were setting up for this episode, I had it plugged in where I was like, we're going we're to start with the draft. Like, there's no way we're not going to start with the draft. Uh, 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 wrong, because reports wrong? after reports, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> reports after reports have come out stating that Zion Williamson is, a he's going to be available via trade. Cherry on the Sunday. Rockets are interested. That is, uh, I mean, we have to open up with that, obviously, because that is what seems to be the overbearing topic, uh, at least from the NBA standpoint, in terms of rumors and trade talk. Zion Williamson starting to kind of take front page in that. Uh, I don't want to go into his uh, recent controversy, but we can just acknowledge the controversy, like Roman one time. But. I do want to talk about the Zion trade talk uh, with and how the Houston Rockets are linked and intertwined into it. Uh, Perk Jake Fisher from Yahoo Sports came out with an article today. Uh, he did say Houston could be entertaining trade talks at number four. A possible trade with Zion Williamson and the 14th pick could be on the table at number four for Houston. GM, I have to open it up and, get, and ask you straight straight out of the gate. Zion Williamson. Well, let's go into that article in just a minute. But the idea of Zion Williamson in Houston, minus you know everything that Jake Fisher had said today, Zion Williamson in a Houston uniform. How you? What's the feeling? What's the overall feeling there in regards to that? I mean, if you look at it just in terms of face value, it's very enticing. When Zion Williamson is on the floor, he practically dominates on the court, scoring wise. The man is. He can do it all. His shot isn't as great as people would want, but <clears throat> he's merely an enforcer when he is in the paint. And he can get to the paint with ease with his athletic ability. <clears throat> but the factor that Let obviously everybody Sorry. has a thing about <laughs> is Zion's health. Yep. The man has averaged like 35 games a year in the last four years, and he has also missed a whole season. Wait, 35 a year? Yes. I knew it was like half a but it's, so it's less than half a season? Yes, not even. I think 35 is being generous. I think the number is 29, but I'm not Take me out to dinner sure. before you fuck me, Blue. God damn. Yeah, I mean. Holy shit. 35? Yes. Thank you, Brian LaLima. <laughs> <laughs> 35. God, I was thinking of that from Scrubs. Scrubs. But yeah, but no, go on, go on. Anyways, like, for me personally, there are things that I, like, when it comes to his health, you just don't trust it. And if the deal that is put onto the table was Zion in the 14th pick for number four, I don't see how that works for New Orleans. Um, getting a men Thompson in addition to, I guess, playing with a Brandon Ingram and um, CJ McCollum. Actually, you know what? That actually sounds pretty good. Mm, that actually sounds I'm not gonna pretty lie. good. I'm not going to lie. So I understand, <laughs> why nice. they, I understand why they would do it. But Houston, guys, come on. Do you guys really want that baggage? Do you want Mariah Mills to be tweeting about Houston all the time? No, I don't want that. Okay, guys? I mean, 
You don't want the smoke? I don't want the smoke. I want to have healthy lungs, please. <laughs> okay? Zion Williamson to Houston. Sounds like a disaster. Do we want another injury-prone player to play here? We've had a plethora of injury-prone players. And I'm not trying to throw shade at any of our former stars, like a Yao Ming, a Tracy McGrady, even a Ralph Sampson. You know, those Dare guys... Dare we even say a Chris Paul, even, to a degree? Chris Paul, to a sense. But, I mean, his very first season, he was relatively healthy, most of it. Let's give him some credit. But just, just the... Just to put it all in a bubble here, in the vacuum, whatever the hell you want to put it, but Zion to Houston is just not the move that I would make with number four. To be frank, like as as much as people would think, like the the duo of a James Harden, Zion Williamson, probably signing who a Brooke Lopez, and who knows what else we could get with an Emily or whatever. Correct, but the thing about that is, like. In, like we'll be good to an extent when he is healthy, but the question is, will he ever be healthy? The man looked decent when he did come back. He gained a ton of weight um, during what his one year off. But man, like the man just—I don't know, man. I don't trust him. I really do not trust Zion Williamson. And to me, like I would much rather go to bat with Amen Thompson at the four. At the fourth pick, sign a couple vets like a Brooke Lopez, and you know maybe the team does get greedy and sign an Austin Reeves or a Cam Johnson. I'll go to bat with those guys and attempt to get to thirty-eight to forty-three wins with those guys. I do believe that Jalen will make the jump. I do believe Jabari will make the jump, and I just think that this team with an Amen Thompson. I mean, I don't think Amen's going to be a world beater when he first enters the league, but he potentially could be someone of the growth. The biggest project. Like a slow growth, like yeah. a Brandon Ingram. Mm, you know, Don't say that to me. I don't think that Brandon Ingram. I mean, don't tickle the I don't twine with me, good I don't sir. think they're similar. Don't the I don't, I don't think. I love Brandon Ingram. I'm not Ingram. saying that they're similar yeah, players. Like, I'm just, I'm just wisely, stating bro. in the sense of growth to stardom. Right. Because Brandon Ingram started in L.A. He was decent, but once he got to New Orleans, that's where he truly blossomed into the player that he is today what i'm saying is that a man is it's it's a slow burn this is like you know this is like jay uso 2020 during the pandemic okay and we're then, going for it yes and <laughs> amen thompson will be main event jay at the end of the story and the fourth thing, quarter amen but you know of course i still want to trade up for scoot henderson but i digress yes Kamish, i digress yes because we're talking about zion what i'm saying is no to zion oh, please okay for all no, no, okay. for all, right. all everything mm-hmm. that i love do not please Raphael stone do not trade for zion okay all right i respect the opinion because on paper i get it 100 percent. zion williamson and i thought the same thing initial thought and i'm sure everyone in houston had the initial thought zion williamson oh great look up his stats oh shit he's barely played he's barely played his three years uh his whole his three-year tenure in new orleans so i get it from that perspective and not wanting to bring him to houston because of the fact that you think of the injury histories in the past which you alluded to with houston why would we want to add on to that by adding on another injury riddled player that has proven time and time again to be you know more injured than healthy a lot more injured than okay okay all right i respect it now let's do the flip side of the coin shall we 
his rookie year, he played 24 games, right? He was nursing an injury most of the year. Second season, he played 61 games. He missed 21. He played 61 games. From that stat line alone, if he can this give the Houston... one season he was healthy? Out of three. What are we talking about? Is he what playing do you mean, five? You mean he four seasons. He was injured a whole year. He sat out a whole year. I know he did. You said three seasons, I mean, four. three seasons that he played in. I'm just saying. Ah. Okay, fine. Fine, we'll say four. Three, four seasons that he played in. 61 games. The one year he played 61 where he missed 21 games. 33 minutes per game. Averaged 27.61% from the field. Almost 30% from three. Seven rebounds. Four assists and a steal. That's that's some super like not superstar. That's some star studded stats. What I really need to see okay. is the graphics of his where he was hot, where he took the bulk of his shots, because it's gonna be paint shots. Well, it's yeah, gonna be mostly paint shots. Likely, but, likely. Okay. How efficient was he? You know, obviously we're thinking sixty one percent. I can, I can still, go. I can dive into sixty one percent is still very very solid. Right, right, right. You know, I'm not but, gonna deny that. His whole career, granted, not a lot of games, 114 games in four years. Oh, what's 82 times four? Let me do that math. Let me do that math. Hold oh, on, hold on. man. No, no, no. Sure, sure, sure. Thir- th- uh, uh, 324. Close, but okay. no cigar. What 328. 328. So how many games in total, Ken? 114. 114 out of a 328. Okay, okay. That is all right. less okay, than Okay, all right. Well, you got to let me get my point in. First of all, Skip Bayless. Go let for me it. Get, let me get my point in. Go for it. His entire career, the games that he has played and he's put on, he's laced up the shoes and he stepped on the court. He's averaging almost 26 points, 7 rebounds, 60% from from the field, 34% from 3, almost 70% from the free throw line. His efficiency field goal percentage is at 61. His win share is at 14.2. This That's still pretty good. That's pretty pretty freaking good. good. Okay, let's tag on the Jake Fisher article on top of it. GM. If this is the trade, if this is the trade, if we don't need to latch anything else on, you know, fuck it. Let's add to it. Let's say it's 4 and 20 for this pick, right? Four no, but and 20. We, we need to get 14 so we can draft Jet I, Howard or Grady Dick. Okay, okay. Give me right. some Grady Dick. You just like saying Grady Dick, don't Grady you? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Grady go Dick. Go on, go on. He's like, go on. So, four, you package 4, I'll even add 20 to the equation just to make it more enticing. 4 and 20... For Zion and 14, you get to stay in the fucking lottery. And you take Zion. I'm sorry. You take that deal. And if you're thinking anything different, I don't know. Like, my thought process has been the same throughout the NBA, throughout the NBA draft in the past few years up till now. You take Jalen Green at that time. He was the best prospect, best project, keyword project. You take Jabari Smith. I was wrong on him. I thought he was going to be... Well, no, I wasn't wrong. I thought Paolo Bancaro was the most NBA ready. I knew Jabari was not really... I didn't think he was a project, but now he's coming in more as a project now, especially that first year. But he really came into his own later on in the season. I do not want to take another fucking project player where you have to wait X amount of years, the slow burn of Brandon Ingram to succeed. I don't want no slow burn. I'm tired of the slow burn, bro. Three years of rebuilding. Okay, three years of rebuilding, and you have and you get to trade a number four pick, which may be Brandon Miller, it may be uh it may be fucking Amen Thompson, and you get Zion Williamson, and you can still retain a lottery pick. 
dude, what are we smoking here? You take that deal 10 times out of 10. Zion Williamson, okay, let's say hypothetically speaking, he gives you 40 games. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. But at the end of the day, 40 games. I mean, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I will say this. If we do trade number four for Zion Williamson, hypothetically, and we get the best version of Zion, he plays more than 50% of his games. Every year. 26 points a game. Every year. And, you know, let's say hypothetically speaking, we sign, you know, James Harden. Um, no, no, just two players you love. And we Go still on. keep Jalen Green and Jabari Yes, Smith. that's what I'm saying. Because you're not then mortgaging if, if, anything. If Zion does get hurt, I do believe in the fact that Jalen Green and Jabari are still going to make that I leap. I think they're good enough. But the enough. question is, right. will those touches from a guy like okay. Zion and James Harden, will that affect. affect those guys? Because these guys are very sensitive in terms of confidence. I understand where they're coming from. Okay? Think about James is that he never moves. He doesn't like to move the ball either. And the thing about the type of offense that Imeodoka likes to run has to do a lot of ball movement. Everyone's like, well, James Harden buy-in. Dude, James Harden just got Doc Rivers ousted, and it was freaking released to everybody. Yeah, we could literally go in on a and, whole you know, episode but, on and that. The thing about that which is, I will not is do. it's just I like, to do. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just don't know. But, I mean, I can see the positivity in what you're thinking Take the chips, with but, but, Zion. But listen, listen. I get it. Take the chips and put it right in front of you right now. Zion, yeah. Harden's not guaranteed. If there's a trade on the table for Zion on draft night mm-hmm. and Pelicans go, ah, fuck it. All right, you know what? Houston, call it in. Let's make it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll give, you, we'll give you 14 in Zion for 4 and 20. Like... I know what everyone on the back end is thinking because if Ahmed turns out to be a stud, yeah. Was it a bad decision? Probably. But you're still gambling. And in a way, are you gambling with Zion? Yes. But are you gambling with Zion I mean, on... If you're going to... If you're going to... Lo- in my opinion, you're I don't trade think it's a high risk. trade 20, you might as well try to get Jose Alvarado. You need a GM, pest. Okay, all you right. You need a yeah, pest. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But GM, <laughs> the idea was victor or bust, right? I think that was the mindset of the fans. Which is a terrible, terrible mindset. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is that from the Rocket standpoint, they wanted victor. It was well put out that they wanted Victor. The owner wanted Victor, Tillman. And if you can't get Victor, if you consider the rest of the picks a quote-unquote, not a failure, but like a cons- some type of consolation prize, like how some people treat the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, well, then what are we doing here? And then on top of that, you have a chance to get someone that's kind of, you know, he's proven already, averages 26 points a game is affected affects games in a positive way. The dude leads to wins. Like he's a winner. Like he comes in and he affects the Pelicans in a positive way. He helps his team win. He's going to come in and help this team win. Like I know the injuries are the problem and that's probably going to be my only hindrance on it honestly. If he wasn't so injury prone, I mean, he probably wouldn't even be available. Like, if he would he average, like, 60 games a season, 60 to 65, he probably wouldn't even be available. But I think, you know, the uh, obviously what's happening right now with his controversies late, lately as well as uh, coupled with his injuries, I know why the Pelicans are thinking about shopping him. In which case, you know, we did have a report to drop that he is meeting up with David Griffin. You heard about that report. Who? Uh, David Griffin 
is who's meeting, meeting with David Griffin? Uh, Zion Williamson. He's oh, going to okay. meet up at the Saints State at the Saints uh, work facility today. It's a they're officially meeting today, so I don't know what that means. Ben Dubose had the eyes emoji, so I don't know. It means that it's probably it's happening pro- in probably the sense, over. not for the Rockets. Yeah. I mean, like that he's probably going to get going to get traded. Yeah, so. I want to know what everyone else thinks. Um, we're gonna. This is probably gonna be the graphic of the episode. We're gonna be put put him out. Zion Houston question mark. It's probably gonna be the graphic. Yeah, it, it definitely is the graphic. I already made it. <laughs> but but don't hide it, Ken. Nah, just let it out. I'll say it with my chest. Uh, but yeah, Zion Williamson uh, is, I guess, on the table for the Rockets. Should he be available? The 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 rumors, the innuendos have started to come out. The stove is getting hot in terms of Zion possibly getting traded to the Rockets. I'd keep an eye on that if you are a Rockets fan uh, and stay tapped and stay tuned. Uh, if any trade happens, me and GM are going to be on the horn. Mm-hmm. We will be ready. We will record an episode uh, as soon as we get anything. And anything can happen before draft night. Like, really, anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, the Christian Wood trade happened before draft night. So, you never know. Right? Was it before oh, draft night? Was it? it was. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Yeah, because we got that pick. We had that pick. We inherited one of their picks. But that was for... Now was it for next year? That was... I swear we got that trade. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the tie-tie deal. Right. The tie-tie pick. Yeah, yeah that's right. There you go. That's right, that's right. So, you never know. Anything can happen, y'all. So, I, I would just stay tapped in, tuned in to what we're... Uh, to the summit. To, stay tuned in to all Rockets uh, content. And we'll just see what happens. Let the let the chips lie where they may. But Zion yeah. to Houston is a possibility. And we did want to open up and discuss that. GM... Let's go ahead and move on now. The NBA draft board. Oh, geez, Louise. We're probably going to have to circle back on another episode, probably another episode before the draft, just to do our mock board. Just to do a mock board of like the top five or six. Probably. It's what the people want. We should probably offer that. Uh, we, maybe. we will offer that. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. man. He's not going to give it to him. He's going to go heal. He's not sure. He's going to MJF it. You're not even 100% sure. So I won't commit to you. You son of a bitch. I'm your brother. What? Is this, <laughs> Owen hard on me? You're bread. I'm supposed to be Owen. Get it right, bro. I'm not trying to heal. Sorry. He's not trying to Are you trying to go tweener? Are you going to go tweener like uh, Stone Cold? Are you going to tweener? Sure. It up? That, that's kind of, tween like, it that's up? kind of like where I am, You're essentially. Tween it up? That's how I live my life. I'm a tweener. That's my I don't guy. tweeze. I tween. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that one more time. I said I don't tweeze like tweezers. I don't squeeze. I thought you I'm said tweed. Like tweed, like the fabric. I was like, you don't even own tweed. I don't like tweed. It's rough on your skin. What is tweed? That's like a design, man. It's a type of fabric. Okay. I don't know. I don't think. Oh you no, no! Tweed. I remember the dunks, the tweed dunks, the tweed dunks. Do you also remember the episode of How I Met Your Mother when we talked about tweed? I'm guessing that was a Ted episode. It was a Professor Ted episode. Of course it was. And who does Ted remind us of? Our eldest brother. Shout outs to you, Kuya. Anyways. <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know. All right, let's move on here and talk about the NBA uh, draft board. In a constant state of fluctuation, GM as Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, and Amen Thompson continue to meet and work out with teams I keep saying this every episode that the draft board keeps fluctuating. Fucking hell. It sure it does. Is it sure does. Fluctuating. Jeez Louise. Cause draft boards now, as of today, have Brandon Miller eclipsing Scoot Going at two. number two, according to sources and reports for the Charlotte Hornets. Even though people said that in the workouts that Scoot Henderson 
outperformed Brandon Miller in Charlotte. So, oh. everyone is just throwing oh, you're shit. Everyone's just, everyone's just throwing on. shit on the wall. Well, I've learned to not agree with anybody or anything or any sources or reporting after uh, I had bought into the idea of getting Paolo Bancaro the entire offseason of 2022 just to be... Uh, People say unceremoniously. I'm a big Jabari guy. Ceremoniously surprised by getting a Jabari Smith at three. So I've learned to not believe in the uh, reports, the rumors and innuendos, but we should at least talk about that. GM, the draft board being in a constant fluctuation. The only thing that is a for sure lock is that 7-4 loser out of fucking France. I've easily turned heel on him as he turned heel in the city of Houston. After number one, it is a constant state of fluctuation between two and four. Mm-hmm. I feel like the from the Rocket standpoint, they're not going to move. Like, they want their people, but if they stand pat at this fourth pick, it's like, mm-hmm. well, we want, well, we want, you know, Amen's our guy, but if he gets taken, I mean, we can take a Brandon Miller. I, reports have come out that they're trying to, they're trying to bring in Scoot. Scoot's refusing to come to Houston. Same with Jabari. There was a report that last year Rockets wanted to bring in Jabari. Jabari refused to come to Houston. I get it. Scoot believes he's a, he's the number two pick. I would refuse it too if I were probably him. He's only worked out for two and three. Is not going to work out for Houston at four. Doesn't believe that he'll drop the four. But GM, with this constant state of fluctuation and all the news and all the rumors and innuendos and the stove getting fucking on fire right now, what is your mindset towards uh, just this draft as we're getting we're one week officially out, dude, by 7.08, you know, right next now week. as we're recording next week, the number one pick is probably already made. So, yeah, the number one pick has already been made. And oh, yeah, it got made. Well, it got June made in, <laughs> it got made in May, technically. Yeah, exactly. So, I Go mean, on. my mindset here is this, is that at number four, it reports have, been, have surfaced that the Rockets – view Amen Thompson and Scoot Henderson on the same level of playing field. They don't see much of a difference in terms of what they bring to the table. I'm not going to lie to you. I think they're wrong. But maybe it's posturing in the sense. There have been reports that people have said that people have stated that the Rockets are trying to trade up to number two or number three. I don't think it's going to happen. I actually think that has the lowest odds, in my opinion. Wait, say that one more time. What was the lowest odds? No, I'm just saying that out of the options that the Rockets have at number four, okay, trading up to number two has been an option. Yeah, I think that's the lowest oh, okay. percentage of option. Right. In my I opinion, agree. the I Rockets agree. would rather trade out of four for a vet, <clears throat> like not for Zion. Duck! Come on. Okay, go on. All the names that I have heard make me pissed, so I, d- I don't even want to talk about oh. it. Zion's just one name, but I've heard two. <laughs> and I've heard too. <laughs> You're not I'm, gonna tell the people. Just here, here. Let's I'm put the mics away. Happy. You can whisper it in my ear. Whisper in my ear. Whisper ever so blissfully. Well, Mike A. Scotto on the logger line today mentioned a name called Pascal Siakam. Okay, I as like, a potential. Okay, how do you feel about trade? Pick. I like Siakam. I'm I a Siakam. If guy. Harden were to sign, it would have been good in 2020. But I don't know about 2023, 2024. I love Siakam, though. I like Siakam, too. But I don't know if he's good at number f- as the fourth, as for the fourth pick, in my opinion. Um, yes, I heard that. Um, so when Mike Escoto said that, I was like, okay. That's cool. We can <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that was that was spoken of. Yes. I heard, sense. yeah, yeah. Not gonna, I'm not going to say any more. But that was, <laughs> that was a name hold. that I had heard. Right, but, right. you know, um, in regards to all of that, um, 
I do believe that the Rockets are, you know, they're okay with standing pat at number four, but in my mind, I feel like their preference is to trade out for a vet. They want to win now. Um, that's Tillman's. That's what Tillman wants. Um, I don't know about Stone, but I do know that you know that he wants to win. It's been three years of losing. It's time to buckle up and try to move forward. Um, I think they can move forward with what they got. In my opinion, I agree too. With, with Ime I Adoka, agree. I Ime, agree. I said it once, and I'll say it again. Ime Adoka is the biggest free agent signing that this team will make, regardless of who we bring in, whether it's James Harden or not. Potentially, Ime could be Adoka. the biggest free agent signing in the entire class, including the players. Maybe you never Absolutely. know. But you know, we you we, never know. Like the thing about it is that I just want to see what he can do with this team. I Personally, agree. that's just for me. But anyways, how I view everything is like this. My preference, obviously, is the Rockets trade up to two to draft Scoot Henderson. I've been on the Scoot train since I since if Scoot's coming, beginning. Hard, if Scoot's coming, Harden's not coming. Like I, I have to believe that, that would be wonderful. Do you remember months ago you literally talked about? You said the script says Scoot and Harden come to Houston, and you wanted chaos. You know I'm gonna. You know if that ends up happening to a T, I will bring it back. It I'm letting happen. you know now. It can happen. It's still possible. Go um, on. I don't think it's going to happen, but it can happen. <laughs> Things can change. The thing about the thing about rumors and innuendo in basketball is that rumors are fluid. Yeah. Things change, not just from hour to hour, but minute to minute. Things change. Um, so, you know, everyone will be like, oh, you heard this. This is wrong. I mean, dude, it might have been, it might have been good on June 15th, but June 16th, maybe it is wrong. Things change. People change their minds. Just like everyone has human emotions. Rafael Stone, Tillman Fertitta, whomever player. Right. Wasn't there a trade like years ago? Didn't we have a trade kind of set up for Darren? Darren Williams years ago that fell apart? Like, was it I for Darren? Re- I don't remember. We had a trade for some big player. Vince Carter in 2009. I know Vince Carter was pretty much but a T-Mac done deal. that because he got surgery. Right. And shout then, out to T-Mac. Shout out to T-Mac one time. Friend of the, friend of the program. He is a friend of the program, after all. I've squashed it. I've squashed the beef. Friend, the friend of the program, Tracy McGrady. But uh, yeah, no. Like when you think about the fluidness of of the draft, to the fluidness of the GMs moving back and forth, I would highly recommend everybody to go to either Arizona Cardinals Twitter or go on their YouTube channel. And watch their draft night war room because they actually, you know, they obviously had to cut a couple scenes. But if you did notice, they they showed footage of the GM of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't remember his name, but on the horn trading that yeah. third pick to the Houston Texans. If you want to have an idea of how shit fluctuates back and forth, how they're kind of like, oh, yeah, we're not sure. Da, 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 and how things can the ebbs and flows of a GM and their mindset along with their team when they bring them in to decide who are they going to want mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense and i highly recommend uh people to watch that so you can kind of have an idea of how sh- shit works in the war room because the rockets are going to be entrenched in the war room come thursday and every year the rockets have stood pat they've never like like they traded up for shangun uh in 20 in 2021 um i which 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 is great but the top pick has never been traded right the top pick has stayed but I mean, um, the top pick has stayed. Isn't like Jalen Green, as in you know Jabari. We never oh, traded yes, those picks. Yes, yes, those yes, top yes. picks have stayed. Yeah, we never got a number one pick. We never got a number one pick, and I think for Tillman, 
knowing how I mean, he look is. At the number one picks the last three years. It right. was it was Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham, your guy, Paolo Bancaro, uh, Paolo your guy. Yeah, I wasn't as passionate about Bella Bancaro as you were but about Kate Cunningham. Okay, but Victor and then Victor Wembanyama in year yep. three. So at some point, this is going to shift. I, you know what? I can see them trading out. Like I could see that as a Houston? possibility. I could see Houston trading out. The most likely scenario is they stand pat. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. acknowledge that. Uh, throw the ones up one time, but <laughs> almost made you spit out your drink. But if there's a year that they trade out. It has to be this year. You have the lowest pick out of the last three years. If there's a pick, if there's an enticing player enough, like a Siakam, where you don't need to maybe mortgage too many, too much of your young players, or if that Zion deal is on the table, exactly verbatim as Jake Fisher mentions it. What they should do is trade number 20 for Chris Paul. <laughs> You're talking about take Zion and then trade it and get Chris Paul, so just fuck it and roll with vets? I'd be down for that, considering but you know what? the youth we <laughs> those, have on Those the table, two combined would play an 82-game season. They would the not play. Games they average would play. like 30. No, no, combined. Oh, Jesus Christ. It would be 82. Maybe. Chris Maybe. Paul would, Chris Paul would get 32. No, I think Chris Paul would get, you get more. 40. He'd get 40, okay. No, 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 no. Let's say this. I would say Paul would get 45, and I could see I could see Zion playing 20. No, 37. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that a fucking failure. Well, it depends on how he's gonna be. I need my man to lose some weight. But anyways, so this you know I want to go back on the draft board real quick before we move on to the next topic and the last topic, obviously. But this draft board is just continually fluctuating, and I think the most likely scenario is that the Rockets do stand pat. And I think the Rockets, if they do choose to stand pat, is just let the chips fall where they may and let Charlotte or Portland decide their fate. It's the same thing that they did last year. You know what I mean? It's like pick number three. You had Paolo go number one, Check go number two. Even though the boards, you know, till the that night or maybe the morning of, had it at Paolo going three with Jabari going one. So it seems like you know they'll just take the best, you know, BPA, the best player available. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the route that this Rockets team is just—they're more than happy to take at this point if they don't get a trade out for a vet. Um, yeah, I just I just don't see it. If they choose to stand pat, I mean, it's, it, it's in my opinion, guys. I think it's either I think it's Brandon Miller or Amin Thompson. That that's that's where I stand right now. I still think Scoot goes too, though. I don't know why. I know the mock boards have Brandon Miller going too. Mm-hmm. I have Scoot going too. I think Brandon Miller goes too, and I think Scoot goes really? three and gets tutelage under Damian Lillard. Mm. Unless they find a deal to trade Dames like Miami or something, but you know, like Steph shot around by the way with uh, Scoot. The other day, Steph Curry. Wow. Oh, well, I mean, Jalen Green likes to learn from Kyrie Irving. The earth is round. <laughs> and Jalen Green liked to work out with James Harden, too, in the offseason. I'm just saying. Uh, I, think they, the I think they did that last year. I don't know about I'm talking about year. last year, yeah. Not I don't know about year. this year. Things have changed, obviously. GM, let's go ahead and move on from that now. Let's talk about the last topic, obviously. Uh, free agency is the next, uh, uh, you know, Gravel, not gravel. I was about to say gravel on the road. Why was I thinking of Brink at that moment? <laughs> you put the gravel on the road. You realize you could have killed her. Like I don't know why I thought of Brink for that one second. You have no brains. You have the brains to finish the race. If I, I had a milkshake, right, if I had a chocolate shake right now, Justin, I would have fucking threw that shit at you, just to just to fully immerse myself. Thank you, Andy Brinker. Dude, I am a I am a B W L, bro. Brink way of life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. 
Jalen, let's talk about free agents linked to Houston. Obviously, past uh, the draft, the next stage of the offseason becomes free agency. Uh, GM, I know that there is a list of names, and you have the list of names because I obviously did not do my homework <laughs> for free agents. I have the free agents off the top of my head, but I think you would probably be better off. Well, you are the GM after I'm, all. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, Give me the list okay. one time. I'm going to say a name, and okay. you say yes or no. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. We're playing a game. All right. This is okay. where we are. Woj spoke and said there are a few free agents that the Rockets are going to be say yes at. to everybody. <laughs> First Sorry. name, Dylan Brooks. No. <laughs> Good answer. Number two, Bruce Brown. Yes. I do like Bruce Good Brown's answer. game. Me too. Number three, Brooke Lopez. Yes. Hell yes. Agreed. No straight. Yeah. And dude, then, hell no. you know. Everyone's favorite white whale, literally not white, James Harden. Yes, 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 yes. That just sounded a lot dirtier than uh, I sounded. It's that, Daniel that, Bryan, that, guys. That's, that's a that's a no from me, dog. That's a no from me. James dog. Harden, yes, come to Houston. Come home. He probably already is home for all we know right now. <laughs> well, I mean, with all those, names, he lives in Houston. With, Anyways, with, go on. With all those names, my two favorite names are Brooke Lopez and Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, man, he is savvy vets, man. He is a great player, and yeah. he showed his value for the Denver Nuggets this season. The man's gonna get paid. Denver cannot afford him. You know he's gone. The man earned his ring. Now it's time to earn the bag. They want to run it back. Like they announced that they want to run it back. Of course I don't know they if... do. But the question they can't afford. I think the max they can offer him is eight mil a year. Yeah, no, they can't. He's offer gonna him get anymore. double that. I think, in my opinion. Right, right. Just based on what he brings to the table defensively, his shooting, the fact that he can put the ball on the floor. He's such a smart mm. player. Right. He's been around great players like KD, right. Kyrie, James Harden, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. Like, he's been he's played amongst great players and has evolved because he, he has learned to dive into his role to be the best kind of role player that he can be and impact the game. And kudos to Bruce Brown, man. Bruce Brown has certainly made a name for himself. And Brooke Lopez playing from Milwaukee, you know, he wasn't as he wasn't a great rebounder when he came into the league. He's a great rebounder now. He was not a great shooter when he came in. Great shooter can shoot now. shoot the fucking three ball. Okay? Perfect for our system, you know, in all honesty. Shangun can learn a thing or two from Brooke oh, Lopez. I, I mean, so Brooke too. Lopez can definitely, definitely uh, help out this team for sure. The question is, who would start, Brooke or LP. I have my preference. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> I have my preference. Oh, my preference is obviously Brooke. I'm not going to lie to you. But anyways, I agree. It's that's, be that's Brooke. <laughs> besides the point. Um, now with Dylan Brooks, I don't uh, know if you guys saw my tweet, but I will tell you this it. right now. Say it. I will say it with my chest out. <laughs> Dylan Brooks will not be coming to Houston. I have been told that... The Rockets do not have interest in Dylan Brooks. Contrary to, to the belief. Contrary to popular belief. Right. What I have been told personally is that... Oh, shit. Is that, He's letting people in! Is that the Rockets do not have interest in Dylan Brooks. Um, if I'm wrong, that's cool. But based on what I had heard was that Dylan Brooks is a no. If, okay... Let's say this. Let's make it fun. Things the, can change. Okay, we know, sign James right. Harden. He wants Dylan Brooks. So be it. Okay. They'll right. do whatever they can. They'll pull their pants down and let it out for James Harden. Oh, hundred percent. They'll streak Toyota. Hundred percent. Absolutely. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No chaser. They'll fucking do it. GM. We we are the summit after all. We don't just do things. You know. We don't just do things by the book, my guy. We fucking take bets. We fucking do things our own way. We fucking make 
our own system. Fuck the system. We make our own system from the ground up since 2020. What's the system? The body system. Body. body! <laughs> Damn. A heavyweight's reference. Wow. You're getting, guys, you are getting the whole, uh, you know, you're getting the whole arsenal tonight. Wow. It's a great episode. 165, man, y'all are really lucky if you hung in there with us. We finally <laughs> found our footing at 165. Finally. It took <laughs> finally. us forever. It took us forever. But, you know, we have fun. We do this. You know, trade, trade deadline, we had a bet. And we promised we would chug a beer if uh, if any of those trades happened. Gordon got traded, so we did chug. We did chug a beer. We, we agreed to it. Got it filmed. Got it out for the people on Twitter. Twitter loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should do a little bet. I think uh, if Dylan Brooks ends up coming to Houston, I think we should do a little something. GM. If Dylan Brooks comes to Houston, I will... I have ch- an idea. I will chug. No, no, no. You're not getting away with it that easily. I mean, the, the, the chug is one thing. No. But uh, we will, and I will announce this now if you are with us about 40 minutes in, uh, we will be filming. We will start going live with every episode now on video, on YouTube, on the Apollo houston network we will be available on youtube coming very very soon i should probably plug that at the start but gm if dylan brooks comes to houston i say we go as far as getting you a dylan brooks shirt and having you put it on for a whole episode yeah that's fine i'll do it that's fine (laughs) yes i mean dude we're one of 30 teams that means there's 29 other options but Actually, obviously his value is very low. China is also, so he could be even lower. <laughs> Shanghai Sharks, come on down. Chengdu, my guy. So there's a lot of options here. So so yeah, y'all hear it here first. If, if Dylan Brooks finds a way to Houston and GM Source is all wrong, he will wear a Dylan Brooks rocket shirt. That's fine. I mean, right. the, the thing about this is that, okay, let me preface everything. Yes, please do. The please thing do. about this I, I believe you, by the way. when you hear about things, plans are always subject to change. Okay, I bet you there's a plan A and a plan B. One with James, one without James. Everything oh, easily, is easily. Everything, everything is contingent on, on James. I don't think it involves the draft. I don't think it involves I don't think the so draft. Either. I think it's completely. I separate. think if they were to trade for Zion, that doesn't matter whether James is coming or not. I just think that they want an impact player that will impact now as opposed to four years from now. What I'm saying is that the moves that we make in free agency will be impacted by James Harden. So. Everything is contingent on that. I mean, just because I tell you that, oh, it's not happening. I mean, I, I believe my people. And and if I know that it's, if, I, if I'm told that it's not happening, I believe it. Right, okay? right. I heard that Ime Odoka was the choice from the All-Star break. He never mentioned it, but yes, he, I, can, I can vouch for him. He's been telling me that. I, he was the number one option from the beginning. And when we did sign him, I felt extremely validated. You were <laughs> like, like, yo, this is my Because I, wa- I, I wanted him. He was the guy I wanted right. from the very beginning. Right. Um, but, you know, uh, sorry. Um, but anyways. Knock my phone down. That's just, that's just me just prefacing everything. You know, as a guy that, uh, you know, as Kenny and I, we have this platform to speak to everybody, the fans and those that support us. And those that support the Rockets and listen to us for some reason, I have no idea. But you know, that, hey, that's we're pretty cool. What are you I think about? we're decent human beings. Um, I try to be. I think Go that on. whatever you know, whatever happens, we just have to understand that this year is a major transition year in terms of what can happen um, in 2023 and 2024 and so forth. So you know, this is the you know, this is what is it? The second chapter of this rebuild whether the second chapter is fast forwarded or whether we stay the course remains to be seen 
But what I'm saying is that anything can happen with this team. And then if we do make a big trade for the number four pick for a guy like Zion, then we're going to have a major turnover on this roster. No, yeah, 100%. Jayshon Tate, yeah. was he's supposed to be a restricted free agent. If he gets, if he gets, if the option doesn't get taken, he's restricted. Yep. If they, if they accept it, yep. then he becomes unrestricted after next year. Yep. KJ Martin will be a restricted free agent. You know, Those they, are the they, names these that are names look, yep. that we you you think like okay, these guys have value in the league, and if they're trying to find help with vets, those are two names you can see dangled this off season. So you never know what's going to happen, but you know, actually, to be frank, anything can happen. It's crazy. Anything this is the off happen. season. Yep. You know. The Rockets, the, the Rockets can get crazy. They can trade any of our top picks. If yeah, they really right, want right. to and they value another player above what we have, they might do it. Right. Yeah, right. No, I agree. You know, they could they can stay the course, my guy. You know what I mean? They can stay the course. They can do what they normally do on a Friday night. They can go to uh go to a bar, hang out with some friends, drink a little bit and go home. Or on a Friday night, they could fucking go to an ice skating rink. Get drunk, pull their pants down, meet a girl, have a fun time, go to a club, meet a group of people while his pants are down the entire time, take some shots, decide to go down by the river, go on a boat, go all across the seas to go to another area, hop off that boat, and then decide to party the night away at some random club called El Palio Clubo. Wait, what? They can do whatever the fuck they want. The bottom line of what I'm trying to say is, is that... They can stay the course, or they can go fucking erratic and do whatever the hell that they want. There's okay. a point to this story here. The bottom line of this story is, is that Rockets can stay the course with Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, and their young guys, right? Or they can trade them all and say, fuck everybody. Or they can trade them all and say, fuck everybody, and mortgage the rebuild, which I do not want them to do. Put that shit on collateral, which I don't want we them don't to do. We don't support that. Dude. I do not support. The summit does not support that. And I'll I'll say that with my chest. GM will say that with his chest. We do not support the idea of them mortgaging their entire future, wasting the rebuild of three years just so you could trade them for a couple of vets to make you competitive for, what, two years maybe? Three years maybe at most? Um, it just and depends then, on what vets they bring Right, in. exactly. And then drop back to the bottom again. So... I would rather them uh, sustain for the long haul, a la the Houston Astros. Continue to build upon the youth. Sprinkle your veterans in there. If they want to go James Harden, you can keep get James Harden and keep your future. I still fully believe that. But whatever they decide to do, uh, this offseason, it's definitely a pivot point for this team. Uh, how they're going to attack Phase 2. They're off to a great start with Ime Udoka. I know Udoka's voice is louder than Steven, Steven Silas's, and I know his point will get across with what he wants, and I feel like they respect him enough to give him what he wants. So, I know that he'll have a point to make. GM, I do want to end this show, but I, do, I don't want to end it without at least saying this right now. It seems like the Rockets are looking at centers for free agencies, you know, during the free agency, um, especially during the offseason, Clint Capella is another name being, I just want to plug that in there. We don't need to give yeah, up. Yeah, Clint Capella. Clint Capella is another name that's brought up. Miles Turner is another name that's been brought up by Woj. That we can trade. That we can trade for. So him and Clint, you know, possibilities for trade. So, I do like the idea of Miles Turner. Me it too. Just, it just depends on Oh, the he's still, he's still I mean, a, also Bradley, he's a unicorn Bradley for me. Beal is on uh, the block. He ain't coming. But he has a no-trade clause. Yeah, he, he ain't, ain't coming. Yeah. And he they, ain't coming. They, they said he'd waive his no-trade clause to go to sack. Which is a great dude to play with your Fox? Yes. Okay. I mean, they'd have to trade Buddy Heald. Oh, uh, do you Heald. have to think twice? And more. No, wait. I thought Buddy Heald was on the Pacers. 
Oh wait, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, dog, he, he was, was a Sacramento bad. king. He was. You better put that Topo Chico down, My son. Bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't remember. I don't no. remember who else is on the team. Now. Right, right. No, but like I think I think right Harrison now Barnes. Stop. He's a free agent actually. So, he could <laughs> sign with the Rockets. Houston. I've been saying. Houston. Harrison Barnes is knocking te- on the door. He'd be a great teacher for Jabari Smith. I'm just <laughs> hey, saying, man, the I will forever stand by a, that role. He is a big Harrison Barnes guy. He will never back down. My that. favorite player alive would probably be a Jabari Barnes. <laughs> the greatest player Christ. in history. So Let, Let's not. With, with, with the centers being you know talked about, obviously, it makes me, it does make me think, like, where do they see Shangun? You know what I mean? Like, I did think about that. That center seemed to be a big, uh, a premium for the Rockets right now. Yeah, I mean, you know. So like, what is that? You know what I mean? I don't like, know. Where, where is Shangun? I mean, I don't know. the Rockets have been posting pictures of practice, and I haven't seen Shangun once. I haven't seen Shangun I've either. seen everybody else. Makes me think. Except Shangun. What does that even mean? What does it mean, GM? I don't know. Like, I don't I've know been either. posting it on Twitter. I thought, It makes me know, think, too. Like, why are all the guys here except LP? I don't know. Man, that's, that's kind of messed up. We're gonna man. leave that shit open ended for messed y'all. Up. We're gonna leave that shit open ended. Like, uh, what's what's a movie that's left open ended? Avengers. Uh, uh, oh uh, no! Infinity don't do War. that. Infinity War. <laughs> I ran through the last four minutes of that on Twitter. Someone posted the last four minutes, and I was a mess for the rest of the night. GM, we're gonna end the episode here, uh, guys. We just appreciate each and every one of y'all. Episode uh, one sixty five, y'all have stuck with us. One sixty five. We're actually gonna plug in just to make up for the last two weeks where we only plugged out one episode. We are gonna give y'all two episodes next week. Um, we're gonna film and uh, get done, get an episode completed uh, before the draft, or maybe we'll record before the draft, and maybe our first episode on YouTube will be. Uh, after the draft. I think that'll probably be a nice little thing to do. So we can set it up that way. So we are planning to get out two episodes for y'all within the next week. Uh, Hopefully next week, first episode will probably be the mock draft boards, which I know I've been wanting to do it. James has been wanting to do it as well. And then maybe a post show. I know you don't want to do it, but we're going to give it to the people regardless. So (laughs) we appreciate y'all for just sticking it out with us. The NBA draft being one week away. GM, Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. I'm karaoke tomorrow, so I got to keep my voice up. GM, tell the people one time. Give them what they want to hear. Oh, yeah, that's right. People do want to hear this. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and TikTok at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, IG, at summit state of mind underscore pod follow our people follow the team follow the brothers at apollo nba and of course at apollo hou and real quick before anybody uh moves anywhere this saturday i will actually be playing in (laughs) sorry (laughs) i will actually be playing in a celebrity soccer game um over at the Revolution Soccer Fields. For the grand Revolution opening. Soccer Complex. I am sorry. The grand opening on June 17th. And I don't have any names. The only person I know that will be there is Raheel Ramzanali, a, friends of the, a friend of the program. Um, there will be former Dynamo and Dash players. So if anyone wants to see the GM get done up on the soccer pitch, come on down. You know, see it. Come on. You know, let's all, we're doing it for the people. We're doing it for the children. 
All right. Oh, for the like, wow, he's I saying am, it. He's a man. He, wow, he's for I, the children. I will All be right. the representative for Apollo H O U. So you know, come on down, support us. It's gonna be really hot outside. No, I thought we're playing it indoor. No, it's outside. It's outdoor. It is outdoor. Dude, I am literally filming that night for the dash. Are you telling me I'm outdoors all day? Yeah. Yeah, I may have to question going there. Oh, but uh, is, y'all, uh, everyone it is else, definitely outdoor. Everyone else, y'all are more than welcome to show up. <laughs> yeah, definitely pull up. You know, like I feel like it would be. It's gonna be a fun time. There's a lot of activities happening. Um, you know, and then there'll be photographs and autographs with celebrities at 2 p.m. No one will get my autograph. It's okay. I'm, I'm just a dude. You know what? I'll get. I, I'm just a dude that's gonna be there. I don't know why. Dude, that's a dude playing another dude. But you know, like um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really hot. So make sure to hydrate, wear your uh, sunscreen, and come hang out with your boys from Apollo. Because you know what? The commission will be there. Dex will be there. And it's going to be a great time. Very excited to um, have fun and play some, you know, good old footy. Good old footy on for the, the pitch. People. On the pitch. GM, if it makes you feel better, I'll go get your. I'll, I'll go run up to you and get and have you give me your autograph. Please I'm, don't. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. Hundred uh, percent. Follow me on Twitter as well at Summit Commish. I will give my usual plugs, but like I said, if you guys want to see the GM put on a master class in footy. Please show up on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to reiterate, uh, we'd love to see you all out there. Uh, enjoy. Have a good time. I know it's going to be like record-breaking hot. But at the same time, it's a grand opening of a brand new place. Uh, soccer area for people. Uh, five on five. Open fields. I think it'd be a great opportunity for you all to at least check it out. Especially if you're a footy or soccer or football fan. I think it'd be great. Uh, be sure to follow our Apollo Podcast Network brethren that continue to kill the game every single day. Follow BTD Beyond the Diamond. The crown jewel of Houston Astros podcast. Be sure to give your first listen to them for all Astros content. Be sure to give your first listen to all the for all your Houston Texans content. Content to follow Apollo Texans and to listen to Off the Grid Iron or watch Off the Grid Iron on YouTube for all your Houston Texans content. And if you want all your pop culture t- content, please give your first listen to all pop cu- culture. Bleh, can't get my words out. Pop culture content to the One Take Podcast, where they continue to break down all music, pop culture, movies, TV shows. You have a need. They got what they can give you. So 100%, give them your first listen for all pop culture content. We appreciate each and every one of y'all for continuing to make us your first uh, listen and content for all Houston Rockets. 165 episodes. We're so appreciative that you've continued to uh, go on this journey with us uh, as we continue uh, to build the summit out to the best of our abilities uh, to continue to climb and make ourselves better. Guys, we're going to be releasing some episodes next week in lieu of the NBA draft officially seven days out we're so excited to see what the next phase of the rebuild is for this Houston Rockets take this trip with us as we continue to pump out episodes for y'all we're going to end this episode as our producer gives us the go home cue here as we end every episode go summit go Apollo and especially next Thursday with the Houston Rockets and the 2023 NBA draft and this number four pick go Rockets the summit for four, 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 four.